You're listening to Irish Radio Canada from abroad, and we are chatting with some of the Irish organisations here in Ottawa about their uh, re getting back here together, their re-emerging plans, because that's what's happening. We're re-emerging from 18 months of where we've had to confine our ability to do stuff. And for those that are involved in outdoor activities um, and games, particularly it was challenging because there's so many different aspects to this that are important. And one is the mental health aspect. When people get out and they're able to exercise and get in, uh, be in touch with each other and be part of a team, it has positive physical and it also has very positive mental results. And that was one of the, th- the struggles that people have had to go through over the last 18 months. And as we re-emerge from COVID, uh, some of these links are now being re-established and hopefully helping in the recovery of people. And Brenda McManus is here to chat to us about Aeroog hurling here in Ottawa. And Aeroog uh, has a great contingent of people participating, uh, young, old, male, female. Brendan, Tafa Tarotan, welcome and thanks a million for coming along. Good morning, I got Austin. Uh, very happy to be on your show and uh, hello everyone out there in Ottawa listening. So I think, you know, it was, it's been 18 months of a challenge. It certainly was, um, especially as you marked uh, fitness. Uh, quite a few of us, I think, were confined to the couch and our Netflix binging, so we're very happy to put on some cleats, grab a hurley, and get out there to the fresh air and move around a wee bit. So, <laughs> so did things grind to a total halt uh, in that sense, or that you were confined to the couch, or uh, was it possible in any way to keep some level of physical and human contact going? We tried to do some physical uh, activities in a virtual type setting. So we had uh, vit- uh, virtual or Zoom sessions for fitness. So um, try and do some squats, push-ups, a little bit of um, challenges over a Zoom screen um, uh, and hoping the Wi-Fi connection would stay strong. Uh, we also tried uh, to keep the community component to it. So as you mentioned there, Austin, like the GAA is a strong sense of community. Um, so yes, it is sport, but there's a whole sort of identity and friendship network that goes along with it. Uh, so we were doing different challenges, especially over social media, to try and get the the players, the parents, and sort of our followers to engage in supporting local businesses, to do different little TikTok and Instagram type challenges, just to have something to look forward to almost on a monthly basis and keep that connection with the rest of the team. It was a hard time physically, but it was also a hard time mentally for many. So having that uh, outlet and that connection with the rest of the team and knowing that we're all going through the same uh, same uh, things at that time was a great help for many. Many of the people that I've been chatting with and we've been talking about this topic with uh, for today's show I won't quite say are old, but they're, let's say, older. Uh, and, you know, I, I would have to admit that I've been blessed, first of all, because I'm retired officially. Um, I wasn't financially impacted. I wasn't told I could no longer go to the office. I haven't been going to the office for a long time. So the people that you are interacting with and the people that are involved in sport would tend to be more the younger, active age group that are at that stage in their lives where they're very dependent on their jobs 
and also they have young families. So, again, the things you're talking about, mental health and all, would have been far more important, or not far more important, but a bigger challenge maybe for your colleagues. It certainly had a different dimension to it because we have players um, 5 to 55, uh, and because I, a bit of a blessing of the Ottawa region, some have more job stability than others, though we have had folks, parents and players alike that lost their jobs uh, during the pandemic, uh, different uh, challenges either uh, health-wise directly or within uh, their family or social circle uh, posed challenges. Some of the students adapting to uh, spending their entire day uh, on the computer, uh, where that might have been sort of discouraged uh, previously, uh, all that screen time. Um, So there was definitely um, changes to the lifestyle um, and to uh, the way that we sort of interact with one another and are living our lives that had challenges. So um, we're, we're keeping uh, optimistic about uh, the, the future, uh, hopefully uh, not too distant future, but the pandemic did affect us in very many different ways and for different individuals, be them player or parent or um, just a helping hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as we're emerging, you're getting back out on the grass, you're getting out into the outdoors before the winter comes. How have things been and what are you doing? It feels amazing just to be out on the field. I remember um, sort of hurling uh, and camogie practices were the only uh, event I had that week when things started to open up again, so it became the highlight of my week for sure. Um, But we have seen quite a few people just uh, coming on out, some that are new that had followed us uh, during our different social media campaigns, Um, wanted to try something new and uh, change their lifestyle a little bit uh, in sort of their post-pandemic life. But we also had a few that were sort of reluctant to come out and weren't sure about uh, when sort of the next lockdown might occur. So we've taken every precaution to try and keep the social distancing, do the sterilization, uh, make sure that uh, people bring their own uh, 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 personal protective equipment uh, in, in sport, which it would be like a helmet, um, and limit contact for sure, like uh, as much as uh, we can within the COVID guidelines. So we've taken the precautions to make people uh, safe and comfortable, but also give them that outlet that I think we've been longing for uh, over the last 78 weeks. <laughs> Brendan, you're outdoors at the moment, so like you have that sense of security and people are able to run around and keep their distance. Um, have you been able to participate in the games with other clubs? And as is the, are you able to make up a little bit of last ground? We have been able to. We were lucky enough. Uh, a club has started in Kingston uh, during the pandemic, so uh, we were able to uh, have their first game. There in July, uh, we we met uh, in Smith Falls and uh, tried to find an equidistant place to be and interact uh, with new uh, clubs. We just had a tournament in Quebec City last week as well, and we're expecting to have our Ottawa-based tournament uh, October 2nd here at Twin Elm Rugby Park. So that's all uh, what the plans are. Everything uh, depends on what the COVID protocol are. Protocols and allowances are so. It's when you mention October second, it's actually a good time or point to make in that there is so little on for the Irish community to rally around that that would actually be a good 
place and it's outdoors for people to park in their calendar and say, yeah, that might actually be well worth going to a site and at the same time get the benefit of enjoying what is Ireland's, Ireland's national sport. Indeed. We want to welcome uh, people out to Twin Elms Rugby Park. They have bleachers. There's ample uh, spacing opportunities between uh, attendees, but also with the participants. So we have received uh, interest from six clubs in the region, two from Toronto, one from Kingston. Uh, we have our Ottawa uh, component, uh, Montreal and Quebec City. So we'll have uh, a bit of a convergence of the GAA at uh, Twin Elm Rugby Park on October 2nd for our Heritage Cup. And uh, what we like to do there is add a little bit more of that sort of Irish flair to the event. So we invite Cultus Kiltori Aaron uh, to provide some uh, language uh, and crafts uh, opportunities for adults and children alike. Uh, we often have a bit of a sort of a session. Uh, players with musical uh, capability bring, you know, their fiddle or the guitar and yep. have a bit of a sing-song at the lake. So we try to build a community around it, lift people's spirits, and promote uh, Irish culture in the area too. So it should be a good day all the way around. <laughs> so from a selfish perspective here, what time of the day if someone wants to get out there and, and get out, what time are you starting? And then if you want to bring your picnic or whatever, the facilities that are there, or you recommend someone comes for a barbecue, stuff like that? For sure, yeah. So we're looking at launching uh, everything at noon. Okay. Uh, the games will start at noon. We'll have a tournament-style uh, schedule, and we'll have the finals and uh, well before the setting sun, and then have a wee, uh, barbecue and session after the game. So there will be a barbecue uh, at the venue. Right. The Twin Elms Rugby Park has uh, indoor uh, dining space, but there's also opportunity for those that want to bring a picnic blanket to lay it on the grass in the area and to enjoy the outdoors. Fantastic. That's, it sounds like, and, and uh, it's one that's going on my calendar. Uh, is there a cost to this? Nope. No cost except for the barbecue itself, whatever you procure, uh, be it food or drink, uh, at the Twin Elms uh, site, then uh, that will be the cost uh, for the attendees. Other than that, it's a free event. Fantastic. Um, now, what else is going on? So if anyone hasn't uh, been turning up for training or getting involved, when do you train, where, and uh, what do they need? Exactly. Yes, if you can't make the October 2nd event, uh, we do train every Wednesdays for our adults at Notre Dame High School in Ottawa. That's 710 Broadview Avenue. And we train at 6 o'clock. So every Wednesday at 6 o'clock for our adults. And then for our youth, which is between, you know, 5 to uh, 16, we train every Friday uh, at 6.30 same location, Notre Dame High School, 710 Broadview Avenue. Right. You mentioned that uh, the event on the 2nd, uh, you have clubs involved. Are we talking hurling? Are we talking camogie? Uh, are, what age groups are we talking here? Yeah, at this time, oh, we're, it's a hurling uh, tournament. We had uh, youth, senior, and um, hurling and camogie at our first Heritage Cup, which was launched in 2019. Right. The way that the events are scheduled uh, for this year because of COVID uh, and the like, we have to downsize it a wee bit. Um, so we have just uh, at this time the senior hurling. Right. Uh, so that will be uh, men playing from uh, the ages of uh, 16 and up. So. Right. 
<laughs> oh, fantastic. That is it's excellent and uh, wonderful to kind of bring people together again, as I say, and get, particularly bring uh, people from different communities across the country or across the province together. Um, where can people get further information? Yes, so we're very active on social media. So if you are on Facebook or Instagram, simply use Air Oak Ottawa. That is E-I-R-E-O-G Ottawa, and you'll find us there. Otherwise, you can give us a Google, uh, Air Oak Ottawa, and our website will pop up there. All information is included on those portals. And I think if someone does a search as well, Ottawa Hurling, I think it will bring you into, you'll, you'll be found fairly easily that way as well. Certainly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Did we miss anything, Brendan? That's what I'd like to share. Uh, we do train all year round. So yeah. even though the colder weather is creeping in, the sunset uh, happens a little bit earlier each day. When it does come winter, we run winter leagues and we try to book indoor dome sessions. Uh, I use the word try because we'll see uh, what the COVID protocols uh, are like at the time. But we do run sessions all year round and we try uh, games and tournaments with local uh, players, but also with clubs across the Canadian and North uh, U.S. region when the border opens up. Fantastic. So in other words, when it comes to the winter, watch this space is what you're saying. Exactly. You might have to come onto your show again, Austin. I would bet. <laughs> That's okay. But whether it be watch your social media, watch Facebook, do the searches, but keep an eye on the space if you want to know what's going on in the winter. Yes, please do. <laughs> Indeed. Brendan, it's been a real pleasure chatting, and uh, I look forward to, as I said, it's gone on the calendar now for the 2nd of, of October, uh, getting out the Twin Arms and uh, meeting up with a lot of people and having it would be great to reconnect with a, a group of people because it's a long time since I've had the opportunity to meet many of the new guys as well. We're very excited for it, and thank you for having us on the show. Thanks a million. Bye-bye.